Ozzy, come on, come on, come on, Ozzy, come on. I think it's oh, time to that. farewell the uh, Commonwealth Games. It was a great time covering. It was a great time watching it, and we'll be excited for when it becomes Melbourne Turf. Hey, and Regional Vic. We love that. And Regional Victoria, we too, that. so we'll be excited. We probably won't be around to cover it here for Sin, but we will be glued by our TV screen. I was going to say, I hope we're around then. <laughs> we, we won't be in this specific <laughs> studio, but no. hopefully in some studio somewhere else we'll be able to cover Definitely. it. We but are the way to farewell the Commonwealth Games is to have one final chat with an athlete within the field of play. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody listening, this is Christian Painter, our superstar decathlete. Enjoy the interview. Welcome back to the Sports Desk on Sin, and we have a very special interview today. Of course, the Commonwealth Games are currently happening, and there is plenty of gold medals up for offer in the remaining part of the Commonwealth Games, but also the Aussies are doing extremely well. We've grabbed one of our absolute superstar RMIT elite athletes, and he is joining us live in the studio today, Christian Painter, our champion decathlete. Welcome to the show, and thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me. Very excited. And for those people who um, are wondering what you're wearing, you are pretty much got an explanation on your shirt about what decathlon is. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a few shirts and jumpers that pretty much just outline all the events. Uh, they're in a slight misorder, just that they fit nicely, <laughs> but, you know, I'll take it. Just quickly for our audience, just run through all the different aspects of decathlon. Decathlon, and then your favourite, and then your least favourite, and where where the yeah. golf is at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a series of ten events over two days. You rock up on day one, you run your hundred metres, your long jump, do your shot put. Usually, you get a bit of a break, come back and do your high jump and four hundred to finish the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the next day, you rock up and do your hundred and ten hurdles, discus. Gruel through a pole vault because it always takes forever. Uh, and then get a small break, throw your javelin, and then finish off with a 1500. Um, in terms of my favourite, I think high jump and javelin are, have always been my favourites. It's yeah. pretty much what I started out with when yeah. I started doing athletics. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, the worst. <laughs> Probably the 1500. It's, Ooh, that's a it's lot. just one of those ones where, Jeez. you know, you either dig in and run really hard and run your heart out, or you run terribly. Like yeah, there, there's there no is, middle ground. There is no in-between, <laughs> um, which sucks. But, that does. Yeah. What got you into it? Yeah, uh, well, I actually won my state high jump, mm-hmm. went to nationals, uh, and then thought, you know what, I should probably train for this. Um, so I started training with a coach back in uh, Oberwodonga, and he was a very big multi-event fan and yes. kind of kept pushing me to just try some other events and try this and try that, and yeah, eventually got me into it, and yeah, I've rolled with it ever since. So that was like six and a half years ago now. Wow. Yeah, so it's been been a few years. Gee, absolutely. And as far as your journey at RMIT is concerned, uh, what are you studying, and and how did you get into competitions here at RMIT? Yeah, so I'm doing a Master's of Data Science now, Um, and yeah, in terms of competitions, I've just been ticking along with Uni Nationals each and every year. Um, It's been something I quite enjoy doing, and unfortunately, I didn't make it to the individual events this year, but last year I went and picked up a few medals, and I think I did like eight or nine events. Wow. I think I scored like half of RMIT's uh, (laughs) athletics points or something like that. As far as like the the culture's concerned at the Redbacks and and representing RMIT nationally, how's the experience been for you and how does it rate in the competitions? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's... um it's nice, sort of, you get there and everyone starts introducing themselves to you. It's like, oh, you know, I'm so-and-so, and I'm, yeah. I'm you know, going to be doing these events this week. And it's like, oh, nice. And then you sort of start following them on their journey as well. In terms of world competitions, it's probably 
doesn't mean quite as much, but you can still go there and get a good competition, mm. which is awesome. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And as far as the competition standard as well, you know, are there are there a lot of competitors from other universities who are representing Australia on the global scale? Yes, I think last year we were meant to have Cam McIntyre in our javelin comp, yeah. who just went to world championships, yeah. um, but he unfortunately pulled out last minute. But you oh, do get yeah. quite a few of the um, mm. Oz representatives. I know Jemima Montag in the walk often makes it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's quite nice. And we were talking uh, off-air before about, you know, the, the actual decathletes and, and sort of their relationships with each other and, and how they do support each other. Can you sort of give our audience a bit of an insight as to what the community is like of decathletes and, and how closely you follow each other's competitions and support each other? Yeah, so it's it's a really tight-knit community. Mm. Um, as I was saying before, once you kind of meet someone once, they are your friend for life almost. Yeah, so how good. Um, we've actually got a massive group chat we've got going on <laughs> that, you know, last night we were all watching the first first session of the decath. And ah, very good. We were absolutely chirping off at each other, getting really excited because, <laughs> um, yeah, our boys started really well last night. So Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, we're recording this on a Friday, so you haven't actually had the time to watch the current decathletes, but as far as an overall sort of outlook on the whole Commonwealth Games, how, how is this rated to some of the other ones that you've watched? Have you enjoyed the spectacle of Birmingham put on a good show? And as far as some of the athletes that you do know that are competing, um, how, have, how have they went on the international scales? Yeah, so we, we actually had our world champs uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the guys are coming off the back of that. Yes. Um, but they've been competing really well considering, um, I think, we're looking like we're going to win a medal in the discus. Our uh, high jump women are going to probably go one and two. Wow. Um, which one of them just won worlds. Um, our decathletes are looking really, really good. Mm. I think we're going to take at least two of the three medals. Um, in terms of previous years, I would say I, I was not so excited to watch this one. And then as soon as it started, I was fully into it. I was like, <laughs> oh, we're good. doing amazing. How good. Um, the decathlete numbers are a bit low. I think we've only got eight competing this year. Mm. You would have expected sort of more up around 16, but uh, a lot of that's to do with having world champs so close. There was a 10-day gap, and so there's, I think, three guys backing up from Worlds who just, you know, are going to be hurting. Oh, <laughs> yeah, big time. Hurting big time, yeah. So And, and so your your world championships, I would imagine, were in uh, Oregon? Yeah, yeah. So so how was that experience for you, and um, and how did you end up going on a personal level? Um, so, yeah, the world chance was awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think we had a few world records that were just mind-boggling. Whoa. Um, like, I know the four hurdles world record got Jeez. dropped by, like, almost a second for the Gee. women. Yeah. Wow. And then the the flat hurdles, the 100-meter 100, 100 hurdles for the women, yeah, uh, mm. dropped by 0.3 of a second or something. It was huge. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. So, like, no one was expecting. It's just ran in a semifinal and shocked everybody gee that's insane because i mean would you say it's it's the the sports science would you say it's just better nutrition understanding more coaching like love to say it's the individuals but there has been a bit of an advancement in the shoes um, yeah which has been a very big contentious point um, particularly in the four hurdles i was listening to a podcast the other day and they're talking about uh, for four hurdles, the shoes just give you that little bit more energy return that you can actually make the next hurdle in your same stride pattern instead of having no to like way. stutter and switch legs. Wow. Hence why these guys are suddenly possibly able to run a lot faster. <laughs> I would say that they're still running very, very well. Yes. And yeah, they've started chucking in sort of carbon fiber plates with, you know, the air bubbles uh. um, and that sort of thing, which has been 
good but also terrible like they feel so much better but they pop in about two months oh, you got to get no them replaced way. every single time it take us through what the cupboard looks like with the shoes uh it's very very big uh <laughs> i would say i own at least 40 pairs of shoes oh my god moment. a lot of them are old old worn out ones that i probably need to donate or get rid of <laughs> yeah. but um and then you gotta have your birkenstocks obviously of course, of course obviously <laughs> And then, yeah, you know, I've got a pair of racing flats plus a pair of runners. Like, it just adds up very quickly. Now, as far as uh, the, the Commonwealth Games is concerned, comparing to the Olympics, would, would you say that the, the spectatorship numbers and even the interest in the Commonwealth Games are significantly lower, or have you sort of seen a bit of an opposite to that? Yeah, I, I really would have thought the uh, expectation was dropping, but God, yeah. I think England have done a really good job mm. at filling the stadium this one, and they wow. love their athletics. So, Jeez, you know, it was yes. probably the right place to have this Commonwealth Games to sure. really help pick up the interest and the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, you can tell, like, the, the level isn't quite there mm-hmm. um like the 100 meter was one with a 1002 at comms and uh, it was one with like a 98 at world so yeah, that, that's difference. a significant difference it is but yeah i think it's kind of a good stepping stone up to that um, world champs level so it's kind of it's still good to have in there i think it's just been poorly placed this year because of covid you yes. know um, dropping the world champs back to this year instead of last year mm. um but it's. I think it's still going to be a good a good spectacle to have, and it. It's also about participation for some of those smaller countries, which is nice. Um, but it would be nice if they let Australia kind of fill out some more spots. How good. Have you actually been to Birmingham yourself? Have you ever been there for a holiday or competed there? I haven't, no. I was really hoping to be there right now. Of course, unfortunately of Unfortunately not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, can you give us a bit of an insight as to maybe why that's the case? Yeah, so we can only take a max of three Australians per event. Ah, um, gotcha. And unfortunately, I was fifth on the list. Ah, bugger. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of at the level where you know they might have been able to take me but i would have had to be you know the third best because they that's competitive though yeah yeah it was it it is getting really competitive for us Mm. you know we had one guy go to the olympics in 2016 and he was the first dude for 16 years just one yeah and then we just had three at world champs uh, one of which pulled out and we had the depth to then send somebody else for commonwealth games Uh, so wow whereabouts would you say you are in your in your competitive nature i mean obviously you're a very competitive athlete you know where are you at the moment with with your development uh i would say halfway through um, yeah yeah absolutely. Yeah, i mean i'm only 25 i've been doing it for six years yes, already and yes. like there's a considerable difference from when i started to now hmm. but uh decathletes tend to peak you know when they're 30 29 30 like because it takes so long to learn everything so for sure i'd like to think i've got at least (laughs) another four or five years before the best is yet to come yes exactly um (laughs) yeah and then you know i can look ahead for you know melbourne or victorious commonwealth games would be a great one to go to we've got uh, another world champs next year in budapest oh wow nice yeah and then Paris Olympics in 24, so I've got my eyes on all three of those and wow. kind of see see if I can beat some of these other guys who are, you know, getting to their, sort of getting up towards that 28, 29 age range. Well, Christian, it's been a pleasure as always having you uh, speak to us. Good luck with the rest of this year and, and future years with your competition. And again, proudly representing Australia and RMIT in the decathlete. Thank you again, Christian. No, thank you for having me. It's been great. Big thank you to Christian Painter. We'll be right back after this.